What about my sweat equity? Sweat equity. Sweat equity. My sweat equity. Good. My sweat equity. It's hot as shit in here. Man, dude, I got a sunburn yesterday like an idiot. Sunburn? Yeah. I think I figured out Tampa and the identity that we're looking for. Recorded out of uh, Ybor City, an enclave in Tampa, Florida, Tampa Bay, Index City, metropolitan area of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Tampa is the people who live here for 35 years, go to the beach, and still get sunburned just because they don't, they just say, fuck it. Well, that's me. Did you grow up? I grew up not wearing it. I, yeah. Not any sunscreen, any of that. Oh, we put it on, but like it was not as much of an effort as it is now. I'm, we're both really white now. Yeah. D- dad bod white. Yes, very pasty. Not dad bods, but dad bod white. No. Dad bod's a way of life, guys. Right. I think I use that too much in my, uh, my everyday life. Social posts. Yeah. And people really thought I was out of shape. And I was like, guys, no. Guys, no. <laughs> no. I'm shredded. I'm fucking ripped, yeah. guys. All right. You see these traps? Right. You see, the, my traps touch my ears, okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay. My father-in-law thought you were on roids. Really? Yeah. Dope. He totally is. No, that's just... Uh, rage. That's acne. That's chasing... Um, <laughs> nice. That's uh, that's uh, fear of, um, you know, anytime I was feeling pity or victimy, I would just start working out. Yeah. That's what you should do. Yeah, or yeah. go for a run yeah, without dude. thinking about it, and then I, I work for me. It but works every time. I think for everybody, maybe something physical. I think we're we're more monkey than we realize, and I, you know, the more I kind of get clowned by clients that come in this office with all the gym equipment, I'm like, no, I want more. Yeah, <laughs> I want more. In we here. need a pull up bar. We need one of those. Uh, we get a Roman chair. We just got to make it look a little bit classier elsewhere, so that. Right now, it just looks like kind of a garage, one room. I like it. <laughs> I think it's fun, and it shows that we are into recreation. Before I forget, uh, dates, St. Pete, May 28th. You say the city first, then the date, because okay. people hear their city. Yeah. St. Petersburg, not Russia. Listen up, St. Pete. Florida, uh, May 28th, Eric and I are doing... I guess we're doing a set on stage together. We don't know what we're doing. It's a podcaster stand-up show, and uh, I said, do you want us to do our podcast or stand-up? He's like, you both are on stage. And I'm like, that didn't help. Got it. Good. <laughs> to a friend of the program, John J. Murray, booking that for us. Uh, so we're on it. I don't know what we're doing. We're doing it. We're, I don't care. Let's get it. Worst case scenario, we just do, um, you know, we do the bucket and just riff on topics People, that's a lazy way to do it, but but that's what we'll I do. mean. If we're doing a gimmicky show already, yeah. we'll pick on the audience between the two of us. We could get it going for a while, just picking on people. But it actually works because you need one person to get the hat while the other person's up, or like pick a topic. Oh, like while one of us is riffing, make me be the hat bitch. Well, you put yourself there. I, I, in my head, I was the guy grabbing the hat. Oh, okay, good. Because <laughs> I'll good. Let you, I'll let you breathe on you stage be the with hat that. Bitch. <laughs> Oh God! I'm all the hat bitch is easier job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and then um, let's see, Tampa, uh, May twenty third, we have our seventh annual Cigar City Comedy Rooftop Comedy Show. 
this is an idea I've never seen anybody do around the country. I'm friends with a lot of comedians. Uh, it's one of those cool, um, it's one of uh, apartment complex. It's got a parking garage, the fifth story on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a tailgate stand-up show. Yeah, with a great view of the city. Such a nice night. It's, and always, the, it's always good weather. This Conti apartment complex, they've paid us to do it every year, and they don't filter us. There's been, there's always been like food and and beer for free up there. Yeah. Someone like, someone wants kids. to sponsor it. There's kids. The people but, bring their kids. Man, don't bring your kids. If you go to Cigar City Comedy's Facebook page, you can go through some of the photos. It, it's some of the like, there's two shows every year I loved, and that was one of them. The other was uh, Robbie Slowick's holiday special, mm. and he's Jewish, and he would throw like a Christmas one. That's what he calls a holiday. Well, yeah, but it's really Christmas. Uh, <laughs> um, but Nobody you know, celebrates that other shit. Uh, but that it's it it is one of those things that's so unique, and the sun goes down right as the show starts, and it's it's hot as shit right now. We're doing this on a Sunday morning at seven a.m. And it's got to be 84 degrees yeah. <laughs> already. Try having a sunburn fuck face. Oh, yeah. I'm just sitting here sweating. Well, vape sweat pen helps, right? Not right now, it don't. No? No. I figured I haven't I haven't smoked, I don't think, with a bad sunburn. I figured that would help. Uh, I mean, the same way any anti-inflammatory would, I guess. Ibuprofen also helps. Yeah, but I mean, like, a, but I guess you need the flower for a body high-ish kind of thing. Not really. Okay. The oils and stuff, you know, they all yes, they got all Andy. kinds of different. Well, I'm just I'm trying ki- to explain ki- it to I'm you, kidding. nerd. <laughs> Learn about weed, bro. So uh, that's what I'm saying. The flower. Yeah, but I, but the oil just because it's a flower doesn't mean it can't have uh, you know different properties. I just feel like the, your indicas the vape, and your sativas. The vape is nice. It's like a um, it's like a hamburger helper sure. to to whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's not. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, the 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 vape pen is different. Just the main thing that's different for me is the hangover cure, because everybody knows Ooh. weed is the number one hangover cure. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to not. I don't want to negate this. But Brendan T. Gleason, friend of the program, former stand-up comedian, uh, used to say, "The only the only real way to get rid of a hangover is by drinking it off." <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, which is the most alcoholic thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, but I don't it's think actually true. It'll get you because a little bit drunk more, well, but I mean, your body's like, craving the, the alcohol when it when it's you It's also up. severely dehydrated. Well, that too, but I mean, it's also but you can drink. You've done that where you've pounded a whole thing of Gatorade, like one of those big, like, uh, fucking yes, the uh, big ones, the big mule jug of like of yeah. Gatorade with a handle on it. Yeah, I'm just it's, try it next time. Try it out. Before you start drinking again, you know, do, do just hit the weed. What about the charcoal up. stuff? Any of that? I don't know. Well, I dude, I don't really get hung over that much anymore. I'm not, you know, I don't drink a ton. If I drink, I'm drinking Captain and, and Coke Zero, and that really doesn't get me hung over. I have a very good handle on how much I can drink, get tipsy, and still not be hung over. A handle on the handle. Handle on the handle. Yeah, you're Boom. you are you are surprisingly very uh very disciplined on like you know, you're not, I'll drink the Fat Boy IPAs, and you're like, nah. Yeah, those I just, you know, not a huge fan. I'll Talk get about there. That. Yeah, beer is just, you know, it's too much of it. It's like I love it. It's oh, like man. you bring, you got to haul around 144 ounces with you if you want to get a buzz on. Like, 
Oh, no, that's just your starter pistol. That's just getting the party started. Well, that's what I'm saying. You get a couple in 144 yeah. ounces starter pistol. But I don't, I don't want to drink. I think liquor for me it ha- it is, uh, I don't know. I don't, that's like game day to me. Like if I smell rum or uh, if I smell rum, I think of Gasparilla, which is Tampa's uh, pirate Mardi Gras, essentially, for those outside the area. If I smell bourbon in like a Diet Coke or Coke or whatever. That's really bad. Uh, no, that's cigars. Oh. That's a trigger smell for yeah, sure. Me too, he used actually. To smoke, he used to smoke cigars inside. Whoa. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. I'd that's go to, I'd go to school and, like, <laughs> I had <laughs> long like a hair. Catcher's mitt. Well, I had long hair in seventh grade. It's like, oh, it just retains all Oh, that. yeah. It just keeps yeah. it all in. So I smelled like I smoked cigars on the way to <laughs> middle school. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but I wasn't smart enough to go, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm it's hitting Black and Miles bro. on the yeah. way. Uh, the other thing, CBD oil, I had a lot of conversations about this. There is a lot of business going on in the CBD oil world, mm-hmm. and I don't know what to make of it, honestly. I think when I hear too many people getting into the CBD universe, it, that is a red flag for me. I literally had seven conversations last week. Different entities, different people, all getting into it. Yeah, but like, but they say getting into it, not it, anything else. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's still it's the same way that like you know I think in my experience that it does have an effect. Like you know we had the Charlotte's Web in here, the the dropper. Yeah, and I, it's a I weird, think I wanted it to work and it didn't work. On well, it, it's the thing is like it's a it's it takes away something, so it doesn't add to your mental uh, whatever you want to say, acuity or whatever, but it kind of takes away a little bit of anxiety. So it's not so much that it's triggering something and adding this high to you. It's taking away just kind of little little anxieties, little pains here and there. And I I like it. I think it's good. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why people get on the bandwagon. It's working. I don't think I don't, I thought you aren't very sensitive to stuff like I am. Like painkillers don't really work on me. Thank God. Yeah, dude, uh, I don't get the painkiller thing. That's another thing that just feels like you're just taking something away. You're not really yeah. like. Yeah, everything you, you you're taking as a supplement or a drug or whatever, there is a yin yang to it. I feel like. Of course, yeah. Like you drink, you're gonna be hungover. Like you're gonna be dried out, right? Like yeah. You smoke, you might be a little bit like not on the ball. Sure. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, the, everything has has a, a a bad side to it, of course. Yeah, you take any like uh study drugs, you're going to it's going to mess up your sleeping. It's going to mess up yeah. uh you know, uh, a- your after effects are going to it's going to be however hyper you were before, you're going to be way out of it yeah. after that. Mushrooms. Yeah. You're going to be a better person. That's the bad side. Yeah, the, the best mushrooms I haven't really found that bad of a Bad. I don't do them that much, but it's still like well, I, they, I felt rested every time I, yeah. I've really taken them. Oh, dude, it's uh, they consider it the safest drug, apparently. Shout that, out that to thing, Denver. I mean, yeah, decriminalized in Denver, but yeah, mushrooms are. Um, that's going to be the real big game changer. I think like weed is kind of the gateway drug to get legalized, and then once the mushrooms come in and people start stop being dicks about everything, fuck that's you, Nancy be, Reagan. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, that really set us back. I'm going to listen to rap music. Yeah. And I'm going to do mushrooms. Just say yes to mushrooms. There's still a crazy stigma around it, though, because I'll, I'll, I'll jokingly say we don't actually have this in this office fridge, but I'll go, 
hey, I'll walk a client through. I've been doing a lot of preferred partner meetings with other agencies to see how we can help each other this week uh, or this month, I should say. And so I'm having people come to the office that never haven't been in here, haven't been in the studio or any of that. And I'll jo- jokingly say on the tour, you know, it's a, it's a drug-free office. You're free to do whatever drugs you want. You know, sometimes there's mushrooms to partake in the fridge pretty much all the time. Yeah. And, and like, just as like a dad. Gets a laugh like 14% yeah, of the time. A dad joke. Yeah, beer me that beer me that water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gets a joke. Yeah. Gets a laugh. Yeah. Um, it's an easy one. But uh, but that's the Andy Bernard. Beer me that water. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord, beer me okay. strength. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm joking most of the time about it, but then it gets a weird, it does get a weird pause like, I'm better than you kind of thing. And I'm like, you're not, I just break that silence and go, you're not better than me. You're not better than me. Just, I know what you're thinking and you're You're not. What? And I was like, I see that. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm not insecure. Yeah. I'm not. I see what your face says. Yeah. Um, But I was like, look, here's what it does for me. I take it. Maybe I I will do them really like once a year, honestly. We are due. Yeah. Big time company picnic. And what it does for me, I, I think the same for you. If you do them, I take a third of whatever you take or everybody else because I'm a total puss. Mm. But uh, yeah, next time you need to eat more. I don't want to be out of control. I don't want to see like shit. I don't want to see. You won't be out of control. Well, we'll, I'll be right there. We'll baby step. We'll be, but you're altered, so it's. I got it. I got it. It's the blind leading the blind. No. Yeah. I see all. My third eye is wide open. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Yes. Okay. What about the three-eyed man? Ooh, that's the Simpsons fish. Sure. Yeah. So my thing was like, here's here's why I like it. And I say this when I talk about brand identity to a lot of clients. You gotta go camping. You gotta figure out who you are as a business. You kind of need to do that shrooms camping trip and sit by yourself and go, what am I doing? Who am I? Why am I still in this? You really gotta hit the pause on all the work you're doing. Well, I'm saying like once a quarter, maybe do this. Yeah. If you're good to yourself, once a year for sure. But do that. What am I doing? Uh, or get the giggle fits like I do for two hours. Sure. And it's like getting the old school NES Nintendo cartridge. Fucking take yeah. it out, blow on the game. <laughs> fucking put it back in. Yeah. Zelda's fucking going. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It clears everything out. Kind of gives you a fresh perspective, which is what a lot of people need. You know, Rogan has the best metaphor of it's like a desktop computer where you have everything in one file after you take mushrooms that says my old bullshit. And then you decide what 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 you want to go through and, and, you know, reevaluate what you want to do with that stuff. You know, it's really easy. Once you come out of that, you know, you take a step back. It's even if you don't have the out of body experience, you do have this sort of third person step back situation where like okay is this actually that important to stress out over that sort of stuff and then you know most everybody comes to the same conclusions where it's just like okay this is important this isn't well here's something dorky on that level that i've been doing a little bit more like consciously in that realm is like just kind of say it out loud even if you're by yourself like why am i stressed yeah and then just try to figure it out from there and you're like you will you will go down this this kind of tr- decision tree of like, wait, why am I like so anxious right now? Right. Uh, like, can I actually do something? Or why about am I this? pissed off? Yeah. Or like whatever it is. If I, I find, I find I do this when I'm uh, just kind of chilling and cleaning or like doing something at my, my place or something or organizing around here or something. I'm like, 
all right, why am I kind of pissed and kind of I'm doing that thing where uh you, you know you wake up without the alarm clock and yeah. um you're not late but you get up and then you try to move twice as fast but you you're not moving any faster. Yeah. <laughs> you're just moving you're just, a lot. Yeah, you're just <laughs> just <laughs> knocking things over that have to get picked up later. You're not really like, causing any uh effect. You wake up like you're in get out or whatever like <gasps> and then <laughs> can't move. And then like you're like oh shit, okay. Uh, and it's only been you only missed the alarm by five minutes, but you somehow have to hustle like yeah. seventeen times faster, right? Like a cartoon. I don't know. I have a theory about that in the mornings where it's like time is more. Hit me. It's more. Uh, it's a flat circle. The, the fifteen minutes at four four o'clock in the morning is more valuable than the fifteen minutes at nine o'clock in the morning or whatever. Oh like, yeah, you get way more done in the morning, and it sets you up way better for whatever reason it's just like it's compounding that's it's way more yeah it's way more valuable to get these uh, get it done in the morning and then have that free time to I'm, waste i'm getting back on your four four a.m four thirty i gotta go four thirty that's me four thirty four transition I, yeah. I got i like a little uh idiosyncrasy there mm-hmm. uh with bo jackson and my my play number 34 that's no big like deal Gruden. Huh? Weird 317 a.m. alarm clock. Is that what he does? Got, yeah. I, yeah, I have everything at 34. This podcast is 33. That's cool. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna freak out. We Scotty, shoot for 33 because we heard that was the number. Um but I'll do a 34 minute workout. I like I don't know. There's just there's something You're weird. <laughs> well no, weird you were this whole time. Is Charles Barkley weird? Is Frank Thomas weird? Am I weird? Just rolling those names off is a little weird. They're all 34, right? Yeah, but all that, went to Auburn. That was just a number. Greatest, the the greatest university in Middle South Alabama, the Harvard of Mid Alabama. Is it better than actual Alabama? Uh, in some ways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have a law school or anything. Yeah, but weighing you down. We do have the CEO of Apple that went there, so we're doing all right. You really you hang on to that one pretty hard. You know, just the number one market cap uh, company in the world. No big deal. Well, it was. To him, but. Yeah, yeah. You know what that gay bastard had to do all the time? He got he got up at four at four a.m. Oh, thank God, that's I, what it was. Yeah, you thought I, I, I zigged when you zagged. You thought I was gonna go gay joke? Nope. Yep. Uh, he they said he had a proclivity for sending emails at like four forty five or something to everybody, mm-hmm. and he was sitting on the bike doing it or something like that. He was. Multitasking. That's how you become CEO of Apple. You send emails. No, you just have that personality. Like you, you get up and get it. We have to kind of warm our way up to the world. Mm-hmm. I got up at five thirty so I could get here at seven and not be a total bag of shit. Damn, really? Take like a lady. No, no, no. Well, I just don't want to. It's more of like being able to talk. Oh. Like it's. Uh, I that's get true. Up, I, I have, do have if a. If we good do these early ones, I got to get up early because I can't roll. Out. I'm not that good to roll out of bed and be like, "Yeah, let's do this." Yeah, there is a good amount of time in the mornings that I ain't talking to no one. Right. So that makes sense. Which is good too. Yeah, I need two hours. Look at me. Feels like a samurai. You're just kind of by yourself <laughs> right. out in the world. Yeah. All right. Uh, where are we at? Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. So, where is the clock? Oh, it's on the left. All right. Um, where it's always been. Yeah. Good luck. So. You know, do you, you know I'm 2015 in one eye? You mentioned that. <laughs> in 2020 in the other. <laughs> yes. Um, so I've got a couple topics we can go over that are on my noodle. I think the biggest one, Scaling Lean, uh, which is a book I'm listening to, and kind of that principle of, you know, we've had low self-esteem 
I think in our pricing or cutting deals in the beginning of the consulting agency business. Yeah. And that's a lot like a lot of that was on purpose and you know it when you're doing it. Uh, I had a thing around here where people thought I just did stand up locally uh. to make a living. And so I had to really get my foot in the door with a lot of people. Like I just had uh, my buddy Nate in here who's a restaurateur, but we've been friends since we we're 14. I go, Nate, you got to not think of me as your fuck around buddy from high school because I don't think about you that way. I try not to bucket you there because he knows he's doing some stuff that's so mature the way he's going about opening this new restaurant here that we're involved in. I, I'm so happy for him, but I'm more happy that he's an expert in that area. Yeah. No, that's cool. And Mark. and so, like, when we were talking, I was like, I was telling him, like, uh, we got in the conversation of, these all-in-one platforms, I think we brought this up last episode, mm-hmm. right? Yep. If it's too good to be true, it usually is. And so I go, look, man, let me make a case for you, but I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. And just, but I go, I double back and I go, look, by me just saying that doesn't mean anything, really. Yeah. So let me make a case to give you the counterpoint of this, and then let me show you some work we've done. Yeah. Can um, prove it? Yeah, and then let me. I'm gonna do a wireframe strategy for you and show you what I mean by that. And so, you're you're also gonna gain more value out of us as an agency if we have people that are locally hired under us, because mm-hmm. they're gonna want to use their social capital sure. to push the restaurant up too. Sure. So you don't get that out of an app or HubSpot or Bento Box or yeah. any of these things. But it's funny how you or get a possible podcast exp- uh, experience. Yeah, I mean they're not. I, I'm I'm already thinking of revenue streams, but I'm not pitching it to them yet because one thing at a time. That's my own thing I got to work on is not not being so slutty. Yeah. Early on, you know, it's it overwhelms though more than it helps. Right. It shows I can look. I could always kind of strategize on the fly, and I maybe had more of a chip on my shoulder a while back, but now it's to the point where you give out too much of the milk for free. People think they can do this on their own because. I mean, we learned a lot of this autodidact style. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also you don't want to leave something out, you know, that you can do where it's like, it's something that you, you know, we both believe in the podcast as a marketing tool and And you don't want to forget, like, that's also a thing, you know, and it's hard to not hit them with all of it at the same time. And I I always have to reiterate, this is its own deal. The sweat equity is its own kind of thing. It started out as that it has that kind of roots i think if you do a podcast if you're listening you think it's you got a marketing tactic on your hand it's gonna be that's gonna be tougher i think because you're gonna see podcasts i think starting to go the way of like um a lot of tv where and a lot of radio where you can like the reason this works is because we're in your earbuds for the Uh most part probably 90 percent of you are listening to this in earbuds if not more yeah. And there's an intimacy to that, I think. Um, but I think being genuine and being as authentic as possible is what kind of made this a cool kind of counter audio culture. Yeah. So you're saying that I doesn't s- work with it, a, a, for it, a marketing tools sometimes? No, it can. Because it, it's it totally can. But it's not. I think people think this is radio, and I see it as similar but different. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it's it's. You can I buy mean, time on your local radio and do like. You're a law firm. You can answer questions where you actually don't answer anything, but yeah. you bought the hour yeah. <laughs> Saturday morning. Where you just hand out your phone number 50 times. Yeah, which is, hey, look, it works. Yeah, uh, so weird. Or um, 
but they're not good on the mic. That's the other problem. Is like, who told you you were good at this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's it is true though. I guess it's like without the script we're writing, who told you you're funny? Right. <laughs> um, we're punching. You're, <laughs> you're derailing me. <laughs> now I'm thinking about that script. No, but uh, it it's podcasting. It's interesting it, what you're saying. But podcasting comes from that. Like for us, it comes from the comedy style where it's like. Authentic, being authentic, even if it shoots yourself a little bit in the foot. Sure. Um, but there's doesn't mean you can't do podcasting as a content marketing scheme. That's look, it could be infomercial wise and work for you. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think that's the way to go about it. Maybe, maybe uh, it needs a new name. You know, market podcast. Yeah. Do you know what pod stands for? Uh, iPod. I, oh, it's, I it's, heard this on a fantasy baseball podcast. No way. That was like... I've I thought it was all it. iPod, okay. iTunes. Or no, it stands for Play On Demand. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I like it better now. Yeah. Because I didn't like it when it was just pod. I know. I play on demand. I never even for the I never even thought to even like look it up. I was like, obviously it's some iPod and Apple made it first, and you know there it goes. It's a silly name. I it, it's a little embarrassing sometimes when you're trying to talk to like a seventy year old guy about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like you respect. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, like the I radio, but not on the radio. Yeah, it's on demand. Well, I just say it's on demand radio for short, but yeah. it, I'm not going to get into like the discussion of. Being authentic versus <laughs> radio time and we corporate consolidation of radio ruin radio and we can cuss. Do you know that? Yeah. Have you seen that chart of how many radio? There's three companies that own all the radio stations, Ugh. and then like I, I forget if it was CBS or Clear Channel in the '90s or uh, the aughts, the early aughts, uh-huh. that bought up like everything. Yeah, that's uh, dude. That's like all industries almost. And you know? rebranded as iHeartMedia. Uh, and then you can get into everything. Yeah. We could get in with those guys. I mean, we can, but then we're... No, nah, I don't want to. Now, nah, fuck it. <laughs> Friend of the program, uh, Sean Halter, he works with iHeartRadio in a kind of hybrid way where he uses their studio, and uh, he's friendly with the local uh, the local reps here, and so he'll use that studio to record his CMO suite that we'll take credit for starting up. Yeah, we'll take credit for that. Fuck yeah, we, yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. We're about to step up his other podcast, Digital Fix, this week too, but uh, which we got to so figure many out. Podcasts. Well, look, it's becoming a thing where we started creating the studio, uh, not a rental, but a, a producer's fee for because we don't want to break our lease. Um, yeah. So we always have someone on our team here, but it's becoming a medium. People are starting to understand. Oh, this is a way to get your voice out, like we do. Um, but this is a separate entity, and honestly, if I, you know, you get really pie in the sky kind of dreams on it. It it could make more money than anything else you do. Yeah, but right. we're not famous, right? And didn't have a following from being famous brought in. Yeah, that's our hard part. Yeah. So we got to look at the Jordan Harbingers, and we got to look at these guys that just kind of made it through podcasting. Yeah, I mean, it's so much work. People don't know how much extra work, especially video side of it. That's we, the thing I'm we learning. We got to work on trimming it down. Yeah. The. Uh, it's the just video like side of things is not common. You right. know, I'm working on a project with somebody who uh, is also in Atlanta a lot of times. <laughs> and he, you know, I, was like, like, I think I got it. It's going good. It's going good. <laughs> he thought, he was like, I, I think I got a studio and all this. And it was like, I had spent a lot of time looking for podcast video studios in Atlanta. 
they're they ain't they don't exist and that's like everywhere you know to have this out the door ready to go video audio the whole spiel you know it's weird but it's nice to have this unique uh situation for us because you're right that's where you know the people who need a podcast could really start to come in and walk away when they're done don't have to worry about any overhead all that yeah and i think that look it's attainable if you're listening to this and you're like how this gotta cost like a lot of money it's like well we piecemealed it together like you don't have to buy everything in one fell swoop like you probably used to right so like we just added elements as we went we didn't have much of a budget but it's like 200 bucks here 100 bucks there and libsyn's our host is 30 bucks a month yeah uh you know that's everything else you kind of publish for free i think right uh well vimeo is you know, a whole other we, thing but that's part that of the repository yeah exactly you know it's um now don't get me wrong if you tried to emulate this exact setup in your place it's gonna cost a good it's gonna cost a pretty penny i'm not trying to say that it's not uh, but it's not 400 grand yeah but i mean also what we're doing is what we offer uh we call it a subscription where it's like we don't want people coming in filming for a day and being done with it. I mean, we'll do it. We're not there yet. But we're yeah. trying to get, you know, a little bit of a network established of people who can, you know, have a nice following and then they continue on with it so that cuz podcasting is all consistency. It's like yep. you you start people don't care if you come every 6 weeks or whatever if it's like you can't count on it. They're not going to be ready to download it. Like those they got there's thousands others so. and to, to me i'd still do this if there's five people listening our listenership's gone up i think a lot of that's from your seo ability mm-hmm. with uh, the titling okay. uh i think that the, our video is getting better we're adding we're always trying to add to our, i compare it to lebron's game if you look at lebron every year he added something to his game sure and we we're not trying to do everything at once it's like okay let's start adding graphics you know right soon let's start See if we can remote produce. Let's see. The next step, I think, is uh, bringing in guests and making it better via video. Yeah. Um, and maybe almost have them, like, have a, a monitor like they're sitting in a chair almost. Like, yeah. Like, wheel them up. be the way to do it. And, like, bring in so we can get better guests that, you know, booking's tough even if they were in Tampa. Yeah. You know? Right. And we could get good guests. Tampa's not that podunk, but it's like. I'd say we actually have a weird, like, kind of throughway in Tampa of celebrities and, like, that sort of thing. Like, more so than other places. Like a John Cena. Yeah. And Keenan Thompson. Yeah. You guys are on our Mount Rushmore. We've got a hit list of a bunch of Tampanians that uh, you don't, we probably don't know that live here, but there's a fuckload of wrestlers. It, look, any American gladiator, you're welcome to come on. Oh, hell yeah. There's a bunch that live here. Really? You didn't know that? I used to see them at the pool when I was growing up here. Do like, they still go by Nitro Ice, and Turbo? And Ice lived here. Um, I think Ice that was, was a, a woman. Yeah, uh, Storm, um, another chick. She, they were yoked, I think. Yeah, the girls weren't hot. Uh, some were, some weren't. Depends on the season. I like how you definitively say some were. <laughs> some were. Some I can't were. wait to see these chicks. I t- have I ever told a story? This That's is your two-minute warning. Got two minutes. Did I ever tell a story about the new American Gladiators when I when I walked around the set? No. I went to go when I lived in LA. This was about ten years ago. 
um, someone was like, you want to go to the new American Gladiators reboot? And I was like, fuck, yes, I do. So I'll be an erection I'll, away, I'll and I will be right Dumbo there. I'll be audience member, and I'll waste a whole Saturday, and I'll go do it. Yeah. I got really bored while I was there. Like, it was, I can't remember who I went with. It was just like, really, you guys don't have your shit together as a show to really Snuck make this? Snuck into wardrobe. I did. I started on a leotard. No, I started walking around because I was like, what are they going to do? Kick me out? I'll just leave. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. not worth it to, yeah. be, to uh, be here almost. So the story's worth more. I started walking around. I walked by Hulk Hogan's uh, w- uh, dressing room. Oh, did they and have? I didn't. Re- I yeah, I had him. And the door was open, and he's sitting right there. And I, I, I did the walk by, and then I went boop 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 and walked <laughs> back. Uh, uh, and I was like, oh hey, uh, and I said, <laughs> excuse me, Hulk Hogan. Well, I was like, oh, I got a through line. My dad was one of the biggest athletes to come out of Tampa. He probably knew of my dad growing up because sure. every all athletes here kind of know who he was. Right. And uh, I think they both went to Robinson High School. So I'm like, huh. oh, hey, uh, I think I called him Mr. Belay. <laughs> uh, Terry, Mr. Terry. Isn't it Belaya? Something like that. Whatever his name was. Pronounced it wrong, brother. No, I was like, hey, I, I tried to strike up a convo with him. He's not doing anything. He's just sitting in the chair waiting. <laughs> staring at the wall? Like, Yeah. Not reading a script. Not like... <laughs> I'd rather be staring at the not wall, brother. Not looking at anything. He's just, just kind of chilling. Any big time, dude? And like a... Uh, yes. In a, in a styling chair. Like a stylist chair or whatever. Wow. Like, he already had makeup on. He's just chilling. It's not like he's got to prepare for this shit. Yeah. And so that's why I bothered him. Otherwise, if it was a big deal, I wouldn't. Uh, and I was like, hey, you might know my, my dad went to Robinson, blah, blah, blah. I'm from Tampa. And he was like, uh-huh. And I was like, you don't think that's weird? <laughs> and he was like, that's pretty cool. And I was like, okay, All right, see you well. later. I tried to jam a bunch of info in, but yeah. the main one was like, Take your vitamins hey, I'm wearing a Tampa Bay hope. hat right here. It's you weird. were in L.A., right? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah. I ran into you. I'm not a huge wrestling fan. I'm a Tampa fan. Right. Illegally walking around this set. Yeah, uh, I got kicked out. Oh, but good. What about my sweat equity? it there. Big time by the whole. Take your vitamins. Say your prayers. Cuckold, your friend's wife. Film it. Film it. Get paid by Gawker. And, uh, it's a thunder in paradise, guys. Mm-hmm.